is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. So for today's episode, what I wanted to do was actually dive in a little bit deeper um, and talk about cognitive distortion. So we talked about this on the previous episode with Lacey McCabe, who recovered from anorexia. She recovered from her eating disorder. Um, and as she was working through treatment, as she was in recovery, you know, like she she was uh, eating food, like she got herself to a healthy weight. And then once there was like that place, like, okay, great, your body can survive. They kind of tackled like what's underlying that caused this to happen. And she received um, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. And CBT, I've talked about it before on the podcast. Um, it has changed my life. It has been the like one of the best things that I could have done found for myself. Um, I want to explore some topics that I don't really have. This isn't my expertise. I'm not a therapist, but I wanted to just kind of like shed some light on this. So if you're like, oh, that's really interesting, you know, maybe I do need to go to therapy. Maybe I do need to, you know, go see someone, whether that is someone in person or someone, you know, online therapy, better help. Um, talk, you know, there's so many different, different things out there now that you can find to help you. But I mean, it's my podcast, it's my platform. And I want to be able to use my voice to share the things that have helped me so that it, if, if you're someone who's struggling, that this can help you too. And I might not be the person that can give you the type of help that you need, but maybe hearing one of these nuggets, it's like, okay, cool. That is the cue that really resonated with me. I do do that all the time. I do need to reach out for some help. So this is distorted thinking. This is actually from, this is a life coaching book that I'm going to kind of give you the gist from, but it was, it's a cognitive behavioral coaching, but therapy might be the thing that you actually need. So distorted thinking, and it's basically just like, like our thoughts are really messed up. Our thoughts are really messed up and they're distorted, but we don't realize that they're distorted. We think that this is just, this is just how I think. This is just normal. This is how everyone thinks. Um, and one of the things that I loved that Lacey said in the other podcast was being able to put a label on this thinking and realize like, oh, this is distorted. I do keep falling down this rabbit hole. Having these words to put a label and to like see what she was doing um, was really helpful for her to change her thinking. Okay. So all or nothing thinking, um, the same thing as black and white thinking. This is one type of cognitive distortion and all or nothing thinking is basically that like <laughs> constantly flip-flopping between black and white, all or nothing, um, and not being able to see that there's any middle ground. Um, so think people will do this with food, all or nothing thinking they'll do this with exercise. They'll do this with like their success or their happiness, um, or like their approval of themselves. And the antidote to this, if you are an all or nothing thinker, it is to like approach it. Like, well, how would a balanced thinker think about this? How, like, how can I approach this and not be so extreme one way or the other? Um, another distorted um, cognitive distortion is magnification and minimization. And this is when you exaggerate the negative. Um, <laughs> raise your hand if you ever exaggerate the negative about yourself and you reduce the positive. So this is something, I mean, I've done this too. Like when I'm not in a good headspace, all I can see 
is all of the things that I've ever messed up in my life or in my day or in my career or in my health or whatever, in my relationship, all I can see are all of the negative things. And even if someone suggests a positive thing, it's like, I minimize the positive, like, no, no, no. I just want to just see all of the crap. Um, and again, the antidote to this would be to, well, well, what, what if, you know, I think even just questioning, like, what if this isn't correct? Like, are there some good things that are happening? Like, can I actually magnify the positives? Um, this is something when I work with clients, um, obviously not in extreme cases of this, but like when we start calls off, we always start with focusing on the wins that they've had from the week, because I know that the people who come to me are tend, tend to be negative thinkers who need help retraining their brain to look for positive things. So we focus on the positives, we focus on the wins, but it's not, it's not toxic positivity. We're going to find those positives and then we're going to tackle, we're going to figure out like, well, what are the negative things that have popped up and move through this? But again, so magnification and minimization, it's when you exaggerate all of the negative things that are happening and you completely reduce and don't even see any of the positives. Um, another cognitive distortion is personalization. And this is when you hold yourself to blame for events you are not responsible for. Um, I will see this a lot when I'm working with clients, they'll kind of notice that everything with food kind of stems from something in their childhood. And some of the books I'll send them, they'll come to this realization that they, whatever was happening with their parents or the adults in their lives, they put blame on themselves for something that happened. Um, it's my fault. My parents divorced. It's my fault that dad left. It's my fault that blank. Right. And then this kind of starts this, um, this blame that start that continues on in their adulthood and a messed up relationship with food. Um, so again, like personalization, holding yourself to blame for things that you're not responsible for. If you're, if you're eight, no, it's not your fault that your parents split up. It's not your fault that your dad left. It's not your fault. Like you did not have control over that. So it's kind of like, if you're someone that did that when your childhood, it's like, do you do that in other places in your life as an adult? Um, emotional reasoning. This is when you believe something is true, just because you believe something is true, you, um, uh, you think that something is true of you because you believe it. Um, I actually use this in the opposite way to find positive things, but a lot of people, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm a failure, you know, because I feel like I'm a failure. It must be true and kind of look for other evidence to see why you are a failure. Um, mind reading. Um, that's one I do a lot. Uh, we think that we know what someone else is thinking. Um, so I know, like, I think about this example, um, when I was in college, I gave this like really terrible, terrible presentation um, in my philosophy class. Like first trimester of college, I took philosophy. I did not understand anything that was happening ever. Felt like the stupidest person in the class gave this horrible presentation. And I remember looking at my professor and like seeing her face. And all I could think about was like how stupid she must think I am. And I created this whole scenario and I actually worked, worked with the coach and we talked about this situation. She's like, maybe she was thinking in her head, her head, like, oh my gosh, I've messed up as a professor. I've messed up as a teacher. Like, where did I go wrong? You know, like, uh, I was like, oh, wow. I never really thought about that. Like all I could think about was the story that I created in my ma- my mind and implanted that into hers. But I was like, yeah, you're right. Maybe, maybe those are the things that she was thinking. So again, mind reading is, um, you know, thinking that you have the ability <laughs> to know what is going on in someone else's head. 
Um, let's see what else. Uh, fortune telling, fortune telling is thinking that you can tell the future, um, based on previous events. So if you are someone who's always struggled with food or always struggled with exercise or your body or mental health or anything, you think that you will be able to predict the future based on the past. Um, and you never really consider like, you know, maybe, maybe you can't, or maybe you do have free will and you have the power to change things. Um, overgeneralization, when you make sweeping conclusions based on one event. So this will happen a lot. Um, if I have someone, a client who, you know, we're working on being a balanced eater and they do eat an entire pizza, they might overgeneralize and be like, oh, I'm the worst ever. See, I'm a binge eater. I'm always going to, you know, overeat. And it's like, well, wait, is that true? Like, over, are you overgeneralizing? Are there other times that you haven't <laughs> eaten an entire pizza, right? So looking at that, um, I'm going to mess up this word, but catastrophizing. I think I said that correctly, um, but that's assuming the worst. <laughs> and if it occurs, um, your inability to cope with it. Um, thinking that this is the thing that's going to break me. This is the thing that's going to ruin me. I'll never be able to financially recover from this um, catastrophizing. We do this a lot. So again, like actually I'll give you the title of the book that I'm uh, reading this from. This is from Life Coaching, A Cognitive Behavioral Approach by Michael Neenan and Wendy Dryden. I also highly recommend, I should have grabbed these before. Um, Here it is. I've recommended this to clients as well. Um, Cognitive behavioral therapy made simple 10 strategies for managing anxiety, depression, anger, panic, and worry. This is by Seth J. Gillihan, uh, PhD. And he has another one. Uh, I don't know. If you Google cognitive behavioral therapy and Seth um, Gillihan, you'll find him. Um, You'll find his books and he has a great podcast as well. Um, but I think that these are, these are things that like, I wish like the, like the general population, like we just knew about these, we knew about these, you know, this distorted thinking, these thinking traps that we fall down. And like Lacey said, I think that if you can, if you learn about it, when you start doing it, you're like, Oh, I'm doing that thing. I'm doing that thing again. You don't shame yourself that you're doing that thing again. You're just like, Oh, I'm doing that thing again. That makes sense that I'm doing that thing again, because I've done this, you know, I've been thinking this way for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, but just because I'm, I've been doing this that way doesn't mean I need to continue. So you have this opportunity to change. Um, if this is something you're struggling with a lot, I would definitely reach out for help. You can, like I said, you can find a therapist, check with your insurance website, also check with BetterHelp. I'm going to put a couple of links in the show notes. We've had some kind of heavy podcast episodes lately, but I think it's important. I know that I think it's really important to me that you have good mental health, that you are taking care of yourself, that you are doing these things, that it is actually self-care and it's not self-destruction, it's not self-sabotage and it's not self-harm. And I want you to feel good this winter. I don't want you to fall into a depressive hole and I don't want things to snowball for you. So you listener, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening for, you know, to this podcast, please check out these resources. Um, if this, you know, if this becomes something that you're really struggling with, definitely reach out for professional help. Um, this is beyond my scope, but I wanted to share this information because it might help someone who is struggling, especially as it gets colder and darker and we don't want to be outside and we're inside more and we're on our screens more and we're in our heads more and we're not moving our bodies. Um, these things can snowball. So again, check out those resources. I'm going to put all of the links to these things in the show notes. 
Um, I will be back tomorrow. Have an amazing day. Go take action, (laughs) take action, find a therapist, read one of these books, or just go out for a walk, go do something for yourself. It's going to help you feel good, not gross and create the life that you want. Take care. Have an amazing day. Bye. 